Hello everyone and welcome to Talia Full Tells with me, Talia Ginsberg. Uh, so my dog, my little dog Echo, she does this really cute thing where anytime someone arrives, she just gets super excited and she immediately goes and grabs one of her toys and then just kind of shows it at you. And so I was looking into this because she does this without fail. And so I was reading all these articles. Like one of the possibilities was that some dogs, when they love you, they want to present you with a gift. And this article made a comparison. They're like, yeah, it's like when the peasants would bring a chicken to a king. And I've seen that in cartoons, but I'm wondering, oh my gosh, did that actually happen? And if so, that is so crazy that someone who did not have money was giving chicken to a king. So uh, someone check the historical accuracy. That's pretty crazy. I mean, I definitely believe it. I, I believe worse things happened than someone giving a king a chicken. Anyway, we're getting off track here. Uh, but, but, it is, but the sweet part of it is that it's like your dog is saying like, my lord, my finest toy for you so that's pretty cute um and honestly though it also could just be positive reinforcement like is it so adorable when she does it so i'll be like wow echo cool toy like very cool so maybe she's just sitting there thinking like the human just really likes this the human loves when i do this i gotta deliver who's to say yeah she's a character the other really cute thing she does is sometimes when i'm doing my ab or core workout there there's there's so many possible spots for her to sit there there, there, her comically large dog bed, she could sit there, but no, she will, I think maybe she's just not accustomed to seeing a human being lying on the ground. So she's just like, what is happening? Cause she'll just come, she'll like loom over me and she'll take one of her dog toys and squeak it literally in my face. But speaking of dogs, so the other day I was looking through my DVDs and for context, my boyfriend and I have completely different tastes in movies. So what we do is we watch the movies that I like. And so I was getting ready to show Mamma Mia because gasp, he's never seen Mamma Mia. Listen, one of the first things I found out about him is that he loves a Christopher Nolan movie. And Christopher, I'm sure you're a very smart, talented person, but I do not like movies. I don't like action movies, movies that take place in space, movies with dystopian societies, movies with fight scenes. And I, again, I didn't watch any of your movies, but just looking at the posters, I I feel like that is the entirety of your discography. No offense, just not my thing. I'm more of a Nora Ephron kind of a girl. Uh, so, you know, I was getting ready to show my boyfriend, Mamma Mia, and I found this DVD and it, boy, did it jostle my memory. So it's called The Dog Wedding. And here's the plot. <clears throat> Love at first sniff for two bulldogs sparks an unlikely romance between a stressed out businesswoman and a pro wrestler in this bark out loud comedy. But when her controlling father tries to undermine their relationship, the young executive must decide what is truly important to her. Right of best actress winner Rosalie Thomas and wrestling star Matthew Bloom as they discover your best friend's wedding can be a real wake up call. So yeah, the, the female, the main female character, her dad owns a pickle factory and then the guy, he is a, a professional wrestler, but I some research and the actor he really is a wwa professional wrestler he is he's six foot seven what i also found is that after the premiere the movie raised twenty thousand dollars in gifts and donations towards canine charities so that is really cool but so the significance of this movie when i was a teenager i heard that they were looking for people and their real life dogs to be extras in this movie and i thought uh, how iconic would that be i must so of course I auditioned Flint and I, and Flint, I mean, he's a 
star, the range he has, he's meant for the screen. Uh, and for the record, so Echo did not exist yet at this time, or else I obviously would have auditioned her as well. Uh, although I do think she would be a bit of a diva. I don't think she'd be okay with being an extra. I think she would want a titular role. But so I auditioned Flint and I, and we got chosen. But my favorite part about this is, and I don't understand the legalities if it was specifically this movie or what, but since I was underage, I had to have a parent with me. But not only did my parents just like have to be there, my parent had to be in the shot with me, like in the scene. So my mother, a star, she could not care less about show business. Like she's very supportive of me doing arts, but she does not want to be on camera. She does not want to be on stage. She's never even had a Facebook. So now my mom, in being supportive, has gotten herself in a movie, which she does not want. So she sat as far as you possibly could from the cameras and she's just sitting there like sitting on the grass so that her whole face is covered not only that but she was hiding behind her kindle so it's just hilarious because everyone else is so desperately like trying to be seen and being all theatrical and my mom wants nothing of the sort <laughs> but yeah and honestly it was it was very fun but it is so crazy like this is just an interesting thing about life so much happens year to year that you could completely forget that a decade ago you and your dog were in a movie together like i get it i didn't go to space or something like that but i was in a movie with my dog and forgot that had happened. And I feel like that's a kind of unique experience. But yeah, shout out to Flint, a star. Shout out to Echo. You weren't in the movie, but you're you're a star too. And shout out to my mom, who is a star, does not want to be, but, but she is. And shout out to you for listening, watching, enjoying. Thank you, and I'll see you next time. Bye!